0: God is good. All the time. All the time. time. Now, if my voice gives out today, I've already come up with a plan. Mr. Kevin's going to finish out the rest of, of the service this morning, so just be prepared. My command is this Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. This time we'll have to go to. God in prayer, Brother Charles, Could you leave us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. I want to share a little while this morning upon true love. Is everybody ready for Valentine's Day? Yeah, but Donna and Sheila are. They got their hearts on uh, back there. But I remember it when I was a boy. That's been a a long time ago. I can still remember some of those things. But you remember going off to school, and everybody would hand out those little Valentine's cards to each other. They still do that in school. Get all those little Valentine's cards, and I remember getting all those from all these little (laughs) girls that I thought actually loved me because it said there on the on the little card and. I would take them home, and I'd get them out of my little box, and I'd read each and every one of those, and so on and so forth, and that went on during school. You know, it is great to be loved by somebody, isn't it? Amen. It's a good feeling, isn't it? To know that somebody actually cares enough to say to you that they love you. I've told you all before about when Sheila and I was in college, And her looking at me and telling me she loved me before I even said it, and she looked at me, and when she said it, I think she was expecting me to immediately say what? Well, I love you too. Well, I want to tell you, I was so shocked it took about five minutes for the words to come back out of my mouth. Because it's hard sometimes for even us to think that we should be loved by somebody, right? That somebody actually cares enough to love us. Well, I'm glad to know today that there is truly somebody that loves you with no doubt. And that's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, isn't it? He loves you with no, with all of our faults and with all of our blemishes and all the things that we, we have in our life. He loves you beyond that. We live in a world today where there is so much hatred. There is so much anger all around about us. We turn on the TV and we hear all of our, even our politicians can't get along, can they? They're arguing about everything. They, I think sometimes they argue just to what? Just to argue, just to, to hear themselves. And we hear that, our kids hear that. We hear wherever we go, any place that we are, people just cannot be happy. They can't find that love of God. But as Christians, we know that God shares with us, that we need to have, have love in our hearts and our lives. That is something that we need to have each and every day. Jesus said that we need to love one another. Well, I believe we do. But Jesus went on a different step. Jesus tells us that we, he wants us to love like he loves everyone. Now, that's a whole different level, isn't it? It's easy to say to somebody that you love them, but we have a Savior that loved you enough. This should make you happy. It should make you smile this morning. We have a Savior that loved you enough that he laid down his life for you. Amen? That's love, isn't it? That's unmeasurable love. That is a love that says, no matter what, I still love you, and I'm going to be there for you. That's the kind of love that Jesus wants us to have. This question this morning is, are you willing to share that type of love out in the world? We have to learn how to love one another. We have to say to ourselves, not only am I going to say the words, but I'm going to show you how much I love you. And I'm not only going to show you the love that I have for you, hopefully you will see, and this is a big thing for Christians, hopefully you will see the love of Christ through me. You will see how Christ is working inside of me. But first of all, loving one another shows the love of Christ. Over in Matthew 5, 43, it says, You have heard, and it was said, love your neighbors and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and also the unrighteous. It is easy to love people that love you in return. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It is easy to love people that love you in return. But on the other end of the spectrum... We all got to agree on this. There's some people out in the world it's just hard to love, isn't there? There's just some people out there in the world that no matter how much you try, that love is just hard to sink in. They don't receive it, and they don't return it, do they? When I was working at social services a few years ago, I was out doing my job like I always did, and believe it or not, I didn't make everybody happy all the time. I had to make some decisions from time to time that people didn't like. And, you know, people would say certain certain uh, words to me. And when we were at the dollar store and over in Edmonton, I'd see some people walking down one aisle, and I'd say, Sheila, we probably need to go down the next aisle because I knew something bad was going to happen. When I went out and made some major decisions in the family, I took them to court, had the child removed, and as we were leaving out the court that day, the dad stopped me and he said a few interesting words to me and some things that he thought about me and things that he was hoping he was going to be able to do. And most of the time, I could just blow those things off, you know, because I heard them all the time. And most of the time, people just made idle threats. You all know what that means, right? They say it, but they never do anything about it. Well, in the next couple of days, I started getting calls at work He'd call all my bosses. He'd even called us the senator. And it almost made it up to the governor. He was doing everything that he could to get me far. Now, I don't know about you all, but I don't like getting far. Do you? And it's hard to love somebody that's trying to get you what? Far. But as a preacher, I'm saying this morning what? Love one another like Christ loved you. Well, I... I'd prayed a lot about it, and Sheila and I talked a whole lot about it, and I was just thinking, well, maybe I just don't have to have any more interaction with him anymore. Maybe if I stay away from him, he stays away from me, I'll give him a different worker, that everything will be all right. Well, I was preaching <laughs> down at Suffer Well United Methodist Church one Sunday right after this, and you know who walked in the back door That same guy that had called me every name in the book, and that same guy that tried to get me far walked in the back door of the church and sat on the back row. And I remember thinking when I when he walked in, oh Lord, you you ever said this before? It's gonna be on. Because he's come here to try to say something in front of the church. He's come here to try to, to get me far, not only from my one job, but from another, other job. And he's going to say something when I went ahead and preached and shared what God had laid upon my heart and my life. And then at the end of the church service, you know what he did? He got up and walked down to the altar. Now, my little feeble mind was thinking, he's coming down here to say something else to me. He's going to say something, turn around, and talk to everybody here at the church. And that's what I thought he was going to do. But you know, sometimes we have to realize something. God's working on people when we don't even see it. And God is loving people just to love them and have that love rubbed all over them. And wants to make them feel better. he come down to the altar. He looked at me and he asked me for forgiveness. And asked for me to pray with him. And we prayed. And we both had forgiveness in our hearts. Now, the word love wasn't exactly on my lips. But we definitely had a kindred heart right then. You know, sometimes as Christians, it's hard to swallow our pride, isn't it? It's hard to swallow the words that other people have given us. But I want you to know something. If God can forgive us, we need to have a forgiving heart also, don't we? We need to be willing to say, God, even though it's rough, even though they're hard to love, and even though they've done a lot of bad things to me and said a lot of bad things to me, I'm going to do my very best to have your love rub off from me to them where they can see God... Through me and the love of God through me. Next, loving one another is a result of salvation. Over in 1 Peter 1, Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sheer love for your brothers, love one another deeply from the heart. I am so glad today that God looked beyond my faults And love me. Amen. Aren't you glad today to know when salvation comes into your heart and your life, that God is always there with you and you can feel your presence. Now, are you going to mess up? Yes, you are. But I want to tell you something today. There's something that can never be taken away from you is your salvation. No matter how hard people may try to take it away, your salvation is still there. Because... God truly loves you, and He wants the very best for you. And your salvation is something that is so special that God gave to you. When you're saved, it's just not your life you're living anymore. It's you and God living that life. And everything that you do, you should be imitating the love of God. And sharing with others around about you about the love of God. If God can love you, surely we can try to have our salvation help someone else to find the love of God. I've said this many times and you've heard it. and You may have said it as well. Sometimes you're the only Christian, the only person that is going to be able to touch somebody's heart. To be able to try to help them find salvation and hear the word of God. <laughs> love your salvation enough where it's not only you want that salvation, but you want others around about you to have that salvation. I, me and Mom and Dad, when we used to sing a little bit <laughs> in the old days, I loved singing, Will the circle be unbroken? Bye and bye, Lord. Bye and by. Hopefully not, right? You want your salvation above the love to be able to reach out onto someone else and someone else feel that love of God. And finally this morning, loving one another changes the way you live. You see, the old devil wants you to be bitter, doesn't he? He wants you just to go around and thinking, well, Lord, what else can happen today? What bad thing can happen today? And I've heard people say, well, it can't get any worse than this. Sometimes we just live like that, don't we? As a Christian, we are going to experience rough times. Hope you know that. And sometimes Christians experience rougher times than anybody else because the old devil wants to make, make it worse and worse and worse. I've always sort of in my life figured out that when one bad thing goes wrong, then you're going to have another bad thing go wrong. And usually I'm just waiting for that third thing to fall. Anything that ever happened to you all before? It just comes out of way, don't we? Things happen in threes, and I wait, wait around for them. As Christians, we know something no matter what's going on in our life. We have the love of God in our life, don't we? And we have to live that way every day. Just because somebody's mad at you doesn't mean you have to be bad at them. I've always said it takes two to fight, didn't it? Takes two to argue. Takes two to hurt each other and their feelings and those type of things. We need to be able to show that love of God around about us. Now I know what your plan is for Valentine's Day. I know where I'm gonna be here on Ash Wednesday, where i want to be. Ours is mine and Sheila's changed over the years, you know. I used to go buy her a dozen of roses. Have y'all price a dozen of roses here, Leah. That don't happen no more <laughs> in our in our house, and uh, because you know we just don't do that those those type of things every day. But I think you know to have true love like we're talking about today, it's true love is just not on Valentine's, is it? True love is every day. True love is every day, and when you're a non-Christian, true love is just telling people you know your wife or your or somebody you're dating that you love them, but as a Christian, you're saying, you know what, I not only love you, but I'm going to love you like Christ loves me. That's a big step. And say that every day in your life. Today, hopefully you've experienced the love of God. If not, today would be a great day to have salvation to come into your heart and your life and experience that love of God Maybe today's a a day that you need to pray about letting go of something. Not hanging on to some hatred from days gone by, but letting go of those things and replacing it with the love of God. Whatever that God's talking to you about this morning, make sure you take care of that today. That will help you have more of that love. Maybe today's a day that you'd like to become a new member here at Bethlehem Church. That would be a wonderful thing to take place today. Whatever that love is, experience it and feel that love of God. Listen to God this morning. So we have our closing song. Do you want mark?